here real quick good to see you hi good to see you too are you guys over still in switzerland or have you made it to the states yet for the the cruise uh, yeah i'm uh, actually everyone went earlier a bit to uh, to do some stuff there and uh but i will go tomorrow so yeah i will be uh, joining to them <laughs> uh, nice so they're all down enjoying the weather yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm still um trying to manage with the shitty Dutch weather here, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like uh, playing a festival like that with all the, you know, those classic big names on it? That's got to be quite amazing, right? Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a few on my list that I want to see. I never saw Extreme, so I really want to see Extreme. Yeah, and, uh, their new record is really to... good, too. Yeah, cool. I still have to listen to it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like Striper too. I saw the, uh, yeah, I, I do like their new record. So I will check them out too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, lots of cool bands, Dora. So, what, one of my favorites is on there that uh, I'm not going this year, but uh, I definitely love Faster Pussycat. And I know they're not for everybody, but I love that band. Okay. I, I would have to check them out. I didn't listen to them yet. So. Oh, really? Yeah. They're kind of, they came out right around the same time as Guns N' Roses. Sort okay, of cool. the same sort of thing, except they never made it, you know, anywhere near what obviously Guns N' Roses did. So yeah, all right, cool, cool. So check them out. Anyway, let's talk about uh, Burning Witches. So the new record, The Dark Tower. I guess it's next Friday, right? Yes. So this is an event filled Friday? week. It's the fifth of May. Is that a Friday? <laughs> yeah, I think it's next Friday. So this is like a crazy event filled week for you, right? You guys are gonna come off the boat, and your record will be out in the stores. And now yeah, that it's yeah, yeah. Now that it's done, definitely. how do you feel about it? Are you satisfied with the outcome? Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's fun, you know. Always, I mean, the, the you know when the first video clip comes out, it's always most exciting because you wonder what the fans will think and stuff like that. But uh, reactions have been good, and uh, yeah, I'm and you know I have uh, positive uh, feelings about the whole thing. So yeah, I'm looking forward. <laughs> That's great. When yeah. you guys are when you guys are writing, I know you're all from Switzerland. Are you able to? or the Dutch area, are you able to get together and write in the same room, like in the traditional sense, or are you sending stuff back and forth? Yeah, mostly, actually. I mean, uh, I I do, because I'm living not, I don't live in Switzerland, right? I'm the only one that doesn't live there. Oh, okay. So for me, it's, uh, yeah, it's always uh, back and forth, just via WhatsApp, uh, mostly, to be honest, or email, email and WhatsApp. And uh, the rest will go into the rehearsal room. So it's nice for me to also have this, live vibe you know the actual playing vibe instead of just you know or two guitars so uh and i just keep writing from the moment i get maybe a bit of a verse and a chorus you know i join in with some ideas and melodies and, and lyrics and uh in the meantime you know that they go also in the rehearsal room and i get new versions back and so we go back and forth a bit like that yeah okay cool and when you're writing are you guys writing like how the song is going to come across on the stage or are you writing the song for the song's sake and then trying to translate it to the stage yeah well romana really has a good feeling for making these song structures you know making always the, the first uh the base of the song basically um and yeah she she really has a good feeling for you know putting little nice things in there so so you can sing along or or do a cool, um, 
yeah i would say uh maybe maybe people can do the uh you know air guitar with the solo so yeah, yeah. she's has a good feeling for it so i uh yeah i just you know go along with what uh, comes my way and sometimes little parts get changed around a bit in the studio so to to make it even more awesome in the end but uh, usually with with this start it's already kind of clear what you would want to do live right so it's right. yeah that works <laughs> okay so i was looking at your uh, at your website here and i didn't realize you guys have a lot of really cool festivals set up including vakan or wakan however you want to pronounce that yeah yeah looking forward to that one do you Indeed. find yeah. any of this intimidating being on stage with some of these mm. classic people like we just mentioned like striper or or faster pussycat or extreme um well i mean it's yeah none i mean no because we did it before i, I guess you know it's more um i think for me it's more special that we will play the uh, some of the new songs for the first time on the cruise that we we will play this uh, this weekend right so uh and next week so yeah for me it's like more nerve-wracking i guess that, that they're new songs to be honest but yeah i mean of course if there's a big crowd you're you know, of course you're like a little bit more nervous than usual right uh but to play with these other big bands to be honest i'm more concerned about the people in front of me than the bands i'm playing with to be honest but okay <laughs> so you mentioned something interesting you said if, you know if there's a lot of people you'd be extra nervous but do you find yeah. that it's different playing or you're more nervous in front of a large amount of people or a smaller amount yeah well it, it depends it's kind of stupid because if i have to like do some just for my boyfriend for example I feel way more awkward than, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, than there would be at least a few people. Um, so I guess there's this, you know, if it would, if it's a really small group of people, it gets, it gets actually also more intense in a way. But uh, with, with more people, I, I just get more adrenaline at some point, you know, but it's less, uh, I guess, not, not necessarily that much more nerve wracking. I think it's more nerve wracking if I have to do something for one person. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because I've talked to people, you know, bands who played to, to Vakken or Wacken, however you pronounce it, you know, with 30,000, 40,000 people. And then they show up at a club, maybe here in the US and there's 10 people. And they always say that's a harder place to, to play because it's awkward and the energy's off. But at the end of the day, they're still paying their money, right? You still got to do the show yeah yeah and and with 10 i think yeah indeed and, and i would also be okay i guess but it, it you know the to the eye contact thing you know if there's just one person then it gets <laughs> right. very uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah so do you do anything yeah. different to prepare now that the, you know we're pre or post pandemic for your shows or is this do do i uh, do we do anything different well i mean it's um it's of course also a bit of a special situation now with with fuel costs being higher and stuff like that so um yeah the, the tour bus prices got through the roof and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh we were kind of planning to take tour bus but now we, we think ah let's just take a van again you know if we go to a tour in uh, right. america for example so we have to we have to check out what how it will be actually or or actually europe in this case uh we think uh, we yeah we probably put a van instead of the the tour bus we had in mind so you know it's those those things that those are different and i think post-covid 
yeah stuff does need to start up a bit right but i think it's it's good good on the way to getting normal COVID wise yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that it's really weird every time i open up the the web and look at blabbermouth or hear the news i mean another big band is canceling tours because of like you just said diesel costs like anthrax has canceled and yes all <laughs> so it's got to be extremely difficult for you know someone who's not on that level quite yet to even try and get out there and do it right yeah, we were seriously playing with the thought of having some fans. Like, I mean, there are always some fans that, that do have a lot of money. And, you know, what if we could get those fans to maybe pay a bit extra to get along on the tour bus so that we could have a tour bus? That's you a know, we were idea. thinking about all kinds of solutions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to really, in this day and age, kind of come up with or be creative with how you approach it because yeah. you can't lose your shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is it like um, now that the record's done? Mm -hmm. um, I just totally lost. Uh, sorry, now that what is done? So now that the record is done, uh -huh. are there any tracks on it that are personal favorites or have great stories behind them? Ooh, yeah, it's always difficult to choose like one that I like most. I, it's like really like hard. Babies, right? Yeah, and and the, I mean, yeah, what I one of the most I'm enjoying a lot at the moment, I think, is Evil Witch. You know, it's one of those songs, like, should we do it? Shouldn't we do it? That we did at Evil Witch. Um, I guess, you know, um, since we're burning witches, we had, we had to do it at some point, right? So there's a song about the Evil Witch. And um, yeah, the whole album is, is um, the, the the theme is, is based on Countess Battery. So she was the first recorded serial killer in the world. But some people helped her actually get some of her servants uh, usually, yeah, girls actually, just the girls that she, she would like to punish if they did something wrong, torturing them and most of the time to death. So it wouldn't be a good thing if that happened. Right. And uh, uh, there, she had helpers. And one of these helpers was sometimes uh, to be uh, a witch. And uh, yeah, that's the, the evil witch in, in that song. So, so I don't know. It's, correct. it's it's um, evil yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i'm correct countess bathory is the one who bathed in her victim's blood right some people believe that yeah others believe she would drink it i know there are lots of stories and um i think venom wrote also uh, indeed a song about her yes. bathing in blood yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and probably one of the biggest black metal bands was named after them right i mean bathory is yeah. huge <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh -huh. i'm in i'm talking to you and you don't seem like you know the the dark evil princess how does it come about that a song about bathory comes to um yeah well we we just wanted the album to sound a bit darker again so we thought well you know what we just pick a really dark theme it's kind of <laughs> that's dark right <laughs> yeah so that's it yeah are there any messages or themes or takeaways you want your fans to walk away from after listening to a burning witch's record setting aside the uh the evil witch one yeah yeah oh um sorry things to that 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 would stick you mean yeah like a, a message or a takeaway or something you want your fans to walk away with um yeah i hope they just have a lot of fun to be honest um i hope they're feel energized and you know and happy um i guess there are people that enjoy these darker things and get happy from it <laughs> I think yeah. the whole metal genre is like that, right? I mean, just yeah. being, like darker stuff doesn't mean we're, we're you know we're darker people. It just kind of helps you no. yeah, get yeah, rid yeah. of the uh, yeah. 
for me, it's very cathartic, right? It helps you get rid of all that nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I hope that uh, that works for for people, and maybe they can, you know, put it on in the gym. Yeah, maybe it's the gym music too. I think most songs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Um, shoot, I'm losing my train of thought here a lot today, but um, yeah. I guess it's early. What is next for you guys after this? I mean, you've got this whole run. Are you going to do uh, a European tour as well? Um, we are going to do, uh, um, well, I, I can't announce yet, but we have some things in the planning indeed okay. for, uh, yeah, we, we try to get back everywhere we've been a bit, you know, we're trying to arrange everything a bit. So hopefully the West Coast of America, uh, UK a bit would be nice to finally do a bit more. So many shows that we had in the UK actually got canceled, uh, because of COVID indeed back then um yeah so we only could 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 do like a few in the end and yeah we would we did we were trying to do that and uh yeah uh and europe of course let's see let's see what we get uh get to manage at the end right. yeah and i just remember what i was gonna what i was gonna say so the burning witches is very theatrical to me and in my mind i'm picturing like this great big stage show so assuming mm -hmm. that the world was perfect and we didn't have all this COVID stuff were you guys actually trying to do a very theatrical sort of live show uh yeah we do i mean um for, for this time we do have some you know extra little things again for on stage to have some theatrics right i mean yeah it's indeed we are not van halen we can't take like trailers full of stuff right right if we could we would but yeah we're having some cool things for on stage indeed to do some theatrics so it will be a surprise but uh yeah. Okay. yeah because i mean just listening to it and you know your whole visual thing it definitely lends itself to a a very big sort of dark sort of production yeah yeah i i, I definitely myself got a lot of um king diamond vibes you know from this this album i guess yeah <laughs> right but and then i guess you run into the money thing and like you said you can't be touring in vans and then bringing all the stuff yeah, but we, we do have some some cool things to uh, to put on stage. Yeah, we, we there's there's enough that we can do. Uh, but indeed, if uh, if we could, yeah, I would love to 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 have more. Let's just say that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, we have some some surprises. <laughs> okay, cool. Are you guys one of the, or are you one of those bands that is always writing, like when you're on the road, or do you set aside a time set aside a time to write? Yeah, we. I mean, we we always have ideas, so we we write down the ideas or we record little ideas, and then when the time comes that that it's really time to you know start working, uh, basically we we start to fill in the details. So it's sometimes, um, yeah, Romana often has little ideas for riffs and verses and 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 uh, choruses, and I uh, basically write down like little titles that that would be cool to write about and. Uh, and and what I mean by it, so I don't forget, you know. But I don't write yet because I I know I will have to rewrite the whole thing if if I get the music right. So it's just uh, um, just ideas. So so I have something to choose from. Yeah. Okay. So where do you draw your inspiration from then when you're writing? Is it from everywhere, or do you have a certain? Um. Oh, yeah. It it could be from everywhere, indeed. Um. I mean, sometimes. I'm kind of looking for something. I kind of know that maybe maybe I want to write about. Uh, let me think. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the best example is you know, of course, uh, the band always asks me, "Hey, Laura, write something about witches, right?" So this right. is the usual question. <laughs> and um, 
I always have to, I mean, if we choose a team for the album, and in this case, we, we did that with Countess Battery, I kind of try to search for the witch in the story, right? So last time it was the Witch of the North, and there was actually, uh, it was actually pretty cool that uh, Freya is sometimes believed to be the same person as Freak, who is, you know, the god that is also connected to witches. So oh, wow. this, this, in the Witch of the North, it was kind of the the obvious choice. Right. Uh, but I didn't knew that. I had to search for that information, basically, because I didn't knew enough about it, you know. Um, and the same goes for Countess Battery. I, I just happened to find, finally, that one of those helpers was believed to be a witch. So <laughs> Interesting. That's pretty cool. You yeah. So it took you a while to find that information. Yeah. So I basically, I just started reading, to be honest, most on the, on the internet, you know, right. to try and find out a bit more about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got. It. That's the end of my questions. Did I miss anything you wanted to cover? Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, all the fans for uh, supporting us. And uh, yeah, see you at one of the shows. And they can find you at Burning Witches everywhere online. Yeah, yeah Burning Witches dot uh, ch from Switzerland, and um, yeah, of course, Facebook, Instagram, so everywhere, YouTube. Awesome, and the records out. out. And, uh, yeah. And the record's out May 5th, so anybody listening, go ahead and grab that. And you guys have a really nice tour coming up. I wish I was going on the cruise. Have you ever done that before? Uh, well, I only went from, um, I mean, it was a cruise, but it was a smaller one. And it went from uh, Newcastle to Hamburg, or actually the other way around, Hamburg, uh, Newcastle, Germany mm -hmm. to England. Um, and it was shit weather, you know. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, we also had a show outside, and it was... I don't know. I thought, you know, I don't have to wear my jacket. And then halfway to the show, I was like, okay, let's put my jacket on. Nice. <laughs> nice. Like cold winds and stuff. And and I waved. The waves apparently were like five meters tall. And I got super seasick. Oh, um, and you still have to perform. Yeah, that, the adrenaline helped me through it. But yes, I was before the show, I was sitting there with a little bucket hoping I wouldn't throw up. Yeah, and but I heard that it's better for the for the Caribbean ones because they're bigger. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe the weather is better. I don't know. But let's see. I think it will be good. <laughs> I've done the uh, 70,000 tons of metal in the last, I don't know, for the last 10 years, every January. Oh, cool. It's always, I've never done the one you're going on. It's on my bucket list, but yeah, that's always a good time. And the weather's usually great. And everybody just kind of hangs out and has a good time. Yeah, exactly. I, I expect to be good. Cindy's. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Anyway, that's all I've got. Travel safe. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks. <laughs> hey, you, be well. Uh, I will right, we'll see you. Bye. Bye-bye. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to something about the Beatles, now on Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts.